If you've been struggling with prayer or finding it hard to take that time to spend with God, we're here to help you. We're doing a two-part series on prayer. Last week, we talked about the importance of prayer and some general tips. Today, we want to dive in and give you some specific examples of how you can pray. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. It's another episode of Truth Pop. I'm Jake and she's Kathy. We're a young adult married couple helping you to live out your faith in modern day culture. I think it's challenging, at least for me, to not look at prayer as something to get done, just a checklist. I, As much as I try to have a consistent prayer life, I do notice myself sometimes thinking, well... I already prayed a lot this morning, so I don't need to pray anymore today, thinking like, oh, it's just something to cross off my list. But if you and if I can really change the way we look at prayer as just spending time with Jesus, as if it's just sitting down and having our morning cup of coffee with the one who loves us the most, how would that change our perspective? And would it give us more motivation to want to develop our prayer life more and to not look at it as just something we have to do, but something we get to do? And what are ways that we can really cultivate that daily prayer practice? Just to recap on the last episode that we did, Kathy and I were talking about three simple things to remember when it feels like prayer is hard. One is just keep it simple. Don't think like you need to overcomplicate prayer. It really is just a conversation with God and it doesn't have to be a certain amount. I mean, yes, we should be putting in effort to do a great job with prayer, but what that might look like for you is different from what it might be for St. John Paul II, right? Like it's okay if prayer is simple. It's okay if we're just approaching it like a little child might approach bedtime prayer. That's beautiful to God. And uh, Dr. Edward Tree used that example one time of just a kid drawing a picture and giving it to his parents. And it's not a great picture, but the parent still loves it because it's from the child and it's from the heart. So don't feel like God is that angry father who's going to say, oh, you only clocked in a certain amount today. Got to start over. Or you didn't pray that Hail Mary perfectly. I think sometimes if we look at prayer as too complicated, then we're not going to want to do it at all. So it's important to remember to keep it simple. The second thing is keep it consistent. Try to do it in the same spot. Uh, If it's a special prayer corner you have in your bedroom, or if it's a certain church you like to go to, an adoration chapel, that way you have that consistent environment and it's going to get you into that mode of prayer more readily every single time. And also trying to keep it at the same time too. That way you have that routine built in good time to do it is in the morning when you wake up because then you're giving God your first part of your day and you're offering up to him what's most important to you. And you're saying to God that it is important. So try to keep that consistent. And the third thing is, might be the most difficult, it's entering into the quiet. You know, we're in this world that's so loud and noisy and sometimes we get so addicted to having music on in the background. I know for me, I get uncomfortable just like literally walking outside, taking our dog Chloe out to go to the bathroom. I need to have headphones on, right? We need that stimulation, but entering into quiet is a practice that's important because if we can't hear God, then it's only halfway prayer, right? Yeah, we could be doing the talking, but God's talking to us too. So what is he saying to us? Well, in order to know that, we need to enter into the quiet. And that takes time. It takes practice. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. 
But when we do enter into that quiet space, that consistent space, that's where God meets us. And that's where he speaks the loudest. It's that still small voice that sometimes really ends up saying the most in our hearts, but we need to turn away from that noise to really hear it. So sometimes it's hard to have a specific way to pray. You know, like you might wonder, well, how should I even start? Where do I begin with prayer? Should I just start talking to God? Well, we have a few simple acronyms that might help you. There's so many different ways to pray, but we just want to give you a few that might just help you begin your journey with prayer and might help you form habits of prayer. And you can mix and match whatever you like. There's no really specific math formula to prayer. It's whatever the way you're going to pray is the best way to pray. So the first acronym I want to go through is ACTS, A-C-T-S. Now, A first stands for adoration, praising God for who he is. It's realizing that he is the creator of the universe and praising him for that. And, you know, this kind of gets into fear of the Lord, you know, having that awe that God is in control of everything. He is the alpha and the omega and just acknowledging that. The second letter is C, which is confession. So confessing your sins to God, asking for forgiveness for the times you have fallen short. T stands for thanksgiving. So thanking God for everything he's given to you, thanking him for his forgiveness, thanking him for all the blessings in your life, and also thanking him for the crosses that he is allowing you to carry. And then S stands for supplication, presenting your requests to God, asking him for his help, for his grace, interceding for others, and asking him to help those that you want to pray for. Another simpler acronym that Father Mike recently mentioned on one of his podcasts is the acronym TAR, T-A-R. So the first one is tell, just talking to God, just speaking from the heart and telling him how you're feeling. People might say, why would I tell God how I'm feeling when he already knows, like he already knows what's going on in my life. Well, it's kind of like a parent who they might know what their child's learning in school, but it means so much more when the child tells that parent, hey, mom or dad, like this is what I'm learning in school. Like it really means a lot when it comes from you, when you're telling God everything about your life, when you're speaking to him from the heart. It's almost like talking to him like he is a personal friend. The next one is A, which stands for ask. So asking him for that help. It's kind of like the S in Acts, the supplication. So asking him for that grace what's really on your heart or for interceding for others. And then R stands for rely. So just relying on that grace, that knowing that he's going to take care of it in his way, in his will. So in other words, you need a little bit more tar in your life. And so I love that these are simple tools to remember uh, when you feel confused, when you don't understand, okay, how do I pray? Am I doing it right? Jesus is patient and he understands that sometimes there are going to be days where we're not really feeling the Thanksgiving or we're not really having a lot of needs to pray for. And yet I think that 
it's just a consistent way to enter into that space. Some days we're going to want to spend more time in Thanksgiving. Other days we're going to have more to pray for and that's okay. But I think that it's just simple steps that you can remember and God meets you where you're at in your daily prayer life. So again, don't necessarily look at it as homework. Like, okay, I've got to spend five minutes in Thanksgiving. Now on to the next one. It's still from the heart. It's still speaking to that loving brother who knows and understands. And uh, hopefully it's just a general guideline, but don't feel like you need to take it step by step in a specific measurable way. And it's also important to remember that prayer is not memorizing rote prayers and then just saying them aloud. As Catholics, we have beautiful prayers. We have the rosary consisting of Hail Marys and Our Fathers. But I think it's very important to have a habit of daily conversation with God, to really relate to him one-on-one, speaking to him from your own words. So one of my favorite ways to pray is called Lexio Divina. It has five steps, but honestly, I like to make it even simpler than five steps because when I first learned about it, I was like, this is a little intimidating, but to me, it's the best way to talk to God because it's like a true conversation. It's about incorporating scripture into your prayer. So the five steps of Lexio Divina, the first one is read. So you just read a passage. It can be the daily gospel. It can be, if you're reading the Bible, you can just go through an order of what you're reading. You want to read it slowly and carefully. And I usually like to read it twice just so I can kind of really let it sink in. Now then the second step is meditation. So you want to pick a word or a phrase that really stands out to you, that you feel like God is saying something to you, that God is speaking, that this is specifically what he's saying to you. And just kind of dwell on that for a little bit. I don't spend too much time on this. I just pick a phrase, a simple phrase, and I only dwell on it for just a few seconds. The third step is prayer. So responding to what he's saying with that simple word or phrase. And this is where I really like to tell God how I'm feeling. I like to pour my heart out to him. And I've heard once that prayer is a way for you to know what's on your heart. So it can really actually help you know more about yourself by what you're saying. And like, especially if you do it daily, you can really know like what is truly on your heart and what you're really bringing to God. The fourth step is contemplation. So that's just really resting in God's presence, letting him look at you with love. And I like to pray the Our Fathers during this. I like to pray three Our Fathers to really try to sink in God's love and just try to comprehend that, like how much love he has for me. And the last one is resolution. So this is having a firm action. So it's always important to have, you know, an action after you pray, like what can you do in response to this? And I don't overcomplicate this. I just say like, Holy Spirit, guide me with this resolution because I don't want to be like overly scrupulous about what I'm supposed to do. Like I just want to just pick something really simple. And oftentimes it's just like pray this simple prayer or, you know, do this simple action. It's just a really great way to really grow in that prayer and like let that seed be planted and then see how it grows in your life. It's a very, very powerful form of prayer. And we're going to do hopefully an episode soon guiding the specifics of Lexio Divina. So babe, like maybe we can actually pick out a specific verse, read through it and practice Lexio. But this is just a general broad view of what Lexio looks like and why it matters. It's beautiful because it's illustrative prayer. 
there are many instances where you might find yourself wanting to put yourself into a specific Bible story or a verse. You pretend like you're Simon Peter being told by Jesus that you're about to become the first pope. Like, it's amazing when you can really put yourself into the story. Pretend like you're one of the bystanders. Pretend like you're in the crowd watching something unfold. That way, you're not just a passive participant of a story. You're an active participant. You remember that what Jesus is saying in the Gospels is truly coming alive. It's being spoken to you in the present day, and you're able to see how it applies in a particular way in your life. And maybe you find like, okay, Jesus might have said this to Peter, a long time ago, but he's also saying this to you now, and it's alive and it matters. It's purposeful in this moment. And when we pray, it's not us initiating, oh, I got to initiate this conversation with God. No, it's us responding to God's call to prayer because God is constantly talking to us. He's constantly pulling on our heart, knocking at our door. And when we pray, we're simply opening that door and allowing him to come in and responding to what he's saying to us. This is Truth Pop.